Hello. Today we're going to be talking about how race was constructed. I'm here with Katie and I, Darren Taser, and we will be talking about some of the questions we still felt haven't been answered. Um, for the first one, is mankind born free or do you have to fight to become free? I personally feel like some people are lucky enough to be born free, not have to deal with the repercussions that will come, but some also have to fight for their freedom. For example, we have a recent event that happened that shocked the whole world with George Floyd, and he had been fighting for his freedom his whole life, and in the end, he didn't end up turning free. And many other instances like Breonna Taylor or Adam Toledo, all who had the strength to keep fighting for their freedom but never ended up becoming free. And would you like to add anything to that? Yeah, I would make the argument that Essentially, as sad as it sounds, your race and what you look like depends on your freedom. So I'd make the argument that if you're a white male in this country, you're born free. On the other hand, I'd say if you're basically any kind of minority, black, Hispanic, Indian, Asian, you have to fight a lot more to become free, which, like Darren said, was really obvious in the George Floyd thing. He, unfortunately, never got his freedom, and I think that's largely because of what he looked like. He was African-American. Um, and also, just, like, if you were a white man, it's proven that your chances of getting shot by the police are way less than if you were African-American. And I just think that it's the sad reality that Men who are white, and even not just men, if you're white in general, I think you're born free. I really like what you said, and uh, to get moving on to our next question, would America be what it is today without slavery and its history full of slavery? I personally don't think America would be anywhere near as advanced as it is and how developed it has become without a history of slavery. Personally, because I think this country was all built on slavery through the years of the past and Civil War and the American Wars, America used other men as a tool, as an expense for their own good. And this all caused a downlook upon certain majorities of men, which are typically the African-American men throughout society and even still today. When you look at African-American men and knowing that all the history that they've been through and the hardships that they've been tied to with their name, I think they have a huge connection to what our country has become today, and they are given no credit at all for what they've been through. What do you think about this question? Yeah, adding on to that, I'd say I definitely agree. America would not be the same if slavery didn't exist. Um, and I think that just knowing that slaves were the minority and they had obviously all this violence against them, it kind of creates like a continued stigma of like knowing that they were once inferior, that people think that they will always be, which is sad, but I think that it's important to realize the reality that people still think that way. And I think that since it was such a significant event, like when you think of America one of the first things you think about in history is, yeah, there was a civil war. And since African-Americans were the minority, people still kind of think that way, as sad as it is, but yeah. Great point. I really like how you said that. 
Moving on to our next question. Does the education system now teach us more ethics than before and throughout history? I personally think it definitely does teach us more about education, about the ethics and kind of like culture, but it's also not just the schooling system. I feel like we also learn a large portion about our culture and our ethics system through social media and our everyday lives and kind of we see more of it around us. And looking back through history, we know one thing that's changed and one thing that's drastically changed a lot of things is the implement of social media in everybody's lives and the ability to be able to connect with someone and a large amount of people at any time, at any location around the world. And, I mean, how do you think social media has helped, like... I would say, yeah, social media, speaking from my personal experiences, I've, like, in school, we learned that slavery was a thing, it happened, and that it was wrong, so it doesn't really teach you, like, compassion and empathy, like, it's easy to just realize that something happened and then not, like, do anything about it, but I've learned more about, like, race and, like, the whole social justice system through social media because that's where I see the videos of, like, George Floyd, for example, and all these shootings. So I think that the school system, they try to be a little bit too sensitive and then doesn't properly teach you all that's going on. So that's probably an example, I'd say, of positive social media because I'm actually learning from it. It's not bias. It's a real video of what happened. So that's a good example of social media not always being bad, which I think is important to understand. Yeah, and again with what you were saying, like how you get to see more of the real image on social media and the schools are kind of scared to show it. I kind of feel like through history, African-American people were scared and they saw fear. And to be taught about it and to like share enough empathy for us to know how bad it was to try and kind of never let this create or re-happen, reoccur in history or in our future, I feel like we also need to be seeing the real image and see the real outcome and not just be given a softer version of the story because with that, we'll never be able to really learn from it. Yeah, I totally agree. 